everyone. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And we are Soulmates Podcast, and we're here with... Nick, or Nicky Mirage. Yes, our friend Nick, who we often mention, but who who's never been on. Yes. Well, yeah, I've never been on. <laughs> on this episode, sweating. <laughs> <laughs> on this very special episode of Soulmates Podcast, we're going to talk about something the three of us all have in common and have done for a number of years now, and that is... Plus size cosplay. Yeah, plus size cosplay. For those of you who have not experienced this, you're lucky. (laughs) I'll tell you that much right now. It's a lot like normal cosplay, just harder. And if you're not a plus size cosplayer, if you are a straight size cosplayer, which is anything under, I would believe, size 14. I think it's 12. 14, 14, 12. 12. It depends. Yeah. Then sit down. Have an open ear and an open heart and listen to our struggles. We just ask that you have an open mind and listen to us complain about being sweaty. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start off with reactions that all of us have gotten slash we've seen other plus size cosplayers get while just being a large person in a costume. Period. I've gotten a lot of negative comments slash looks. It's mostly looks. Most people will not come up to you and tell you that you look bad. But, you know, it's not like we're oblivious to the side glances we get, the quote-unquote under-the-breath comments people make as we go by, uh, you know, just, like, looks that are not favorable. We see them. I've had a more positive experience, but I think that's because I'm doing it as a drag queen, so they're more just shocked by the fact that I'm in drag doing cosplay. But that just kind of goes back to people being like, oh, oh, well, he's a man doing this woman's cosplay. It doesn't matter his size. He's cool. But then you're actual women and they're going to judge you more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's that's I think that's completely true. I see where that's where you're coming from with that. Um, But I also think that maybe, like you said, people don't have the reaction time. Uh, they're, they're already trying to process that it's a man in makeup, so they don't have time to process that so you're plus-sized, too. And, you know, in drag, the your plus-sized body, while it is big, you are proportional. You have that... Gigantic convention- boobs. You have that conventionally <laughs> attractive shape, which is that perfectly proportional hourglass. Yeah. Which, I mean, is fake, but when you see it, you don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, your pads are good. Yeah. Well... Your but, sock bra. My sock bra, because the ass is all real. <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten some positive reactions, mostly from other plus-size cosplayers. Yeah. And I feel like we all need to really support each other, because people can be really mean. Yeah. And Cause... we're all the same, just trying to have fun in cosplay. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember one specific instance where um, I had done a cosplay of Wonder Woman, and um, I was walking around MetroCon and in Tampa, and I heard someone say under their breath, but loud enough for me to hear. So I don't really know if they were talking at me or if they were just, you know, trying to be shady bitches next to me. But they basically said that they had seen a better Wonder Woman walking around. And when I saw that other Wonder Woman, she was like a size four so and had a costume made of Warbler. Better is read as thinner. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but your body type shouldn't factor in to your costume. It really shouldn't. I mean, especially for characters that are already plus size, but we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. 
Just let us cosplay. Like, can't everyone have fun for once? Yeah. Um, but I know that you, you and I had a positive experience, Rachel, at uh, MomoCon with at least that one vendor who saw us in our Sailor, Moon, Sailor Mars and Sailor Venus cosplay. Yeah. And she really liked it enough that she gave us one of her nail polishes. For free, too. And they were pretty expensive on their own. So, I mean, stuff like that happens, too. Um, like I said, most people, when they're positive, they're like, they come up to you and they actually express their positivity. But you can feel people's negative yeah, energies when they sure. don't agree with what you're doing. Oh, my God. You can feel feel their eyes. Yeah. What, what's worse is when I cosplay with Kyle, and Kyle's really cute, and there's, like, teenage girls that go up to him and bug him, and then they look at me like, what are you doing here? Is this your friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Best friends forever. Best friends forever. Yeah, and I mean, like, okay, and it's not even like me and Emily do costumes where, you know, it's just, like, a bra and panties. Even though you really shouldn't be judged for that stuff either as a plus size girl. But it's like, it, it's like we're not even showing the quote unquote bad bits of our butt. We're not like flaunting them for everyone to see. No. There's actually this really cool article I came across the other day of a girl who is chubby. She's probably like a size 16, 18 who goes to cosplay conventions and dresses in what normally smaller girls dress in. Like, a Wonder Woman costume that is, you know, she has her midriff showing, like, panties, bra, wig. That's it. And she sees what reactions she gets from people and carries around a sign that says, like, are you disgusted? Well, you shouldn't be because everyone else wears this type of costume, too. And she was discussing how, you know, kind of that affects her psyche when she goes to conventions and she dresses like that to empower other girls to dress the way they want to at cosplay conventions. Yeah. Or at anime conventions. Like I said, your body type shouldn't hinder you from cosplaying the character that you want to cosplay. It doesn't matter. Honestly, it really, really doesn't matter. And there's, like, a huge movement of, like, your race shouldn't matter when you cosplay for, like, women of color doing, like, Sailor Mars and people. They get shit for that, too. It's, like, the same thing with you shouldn't be shitting on people of different body types. Yeah, that is a whole mother can of worms. But yeah. POC women who are plus size get even more shit than we do. Definitely. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's whatever we get, they get double the amount of crap. People are so fucking rude online. In person, no one will come up to you and be like, "You really shouldn't be cosplaying that." But online, they have no problem telling you that on Instagram. Oh yeah. Yeah, and even if like, okay, uh, what I also really don't like is when people do quote unquote shitty cosplays. Like, who are you to judge someone by? They're just again, they're just trying to have fun. Like, so what if they're wearing a costume purchased from a vendor online? So what if their oh. Sailor Moon is made out of cardboard? It does not matter. Oh my god. They're just trying to have fun. <laughs> exactly. People harp on the shitty cosplay stuff, but They'll have no problem when a girl who's thin buys a bodysuit with a print on it and then is, like, a Eva cosplayer or a DVA from Overwatch cosplayer. Yeah. They don't care that it's just a fucking bodysuit. And a because, wig. Like, because they're all thin. the time. Yeah. So, shut the fuck up. I see you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. A dress from Hot Topic and hair. Yeah. Yeah. Not even lace front hair. <laughs> Okay, well, neither of you wear lace front wigs either in cosplay. Because we're natural women. Oh, girl, you can still get that lace. (laughs) So, what are some of the challenges 
of costuming for a plus size body. Rachel and Nick, you guys both have experience doing patterns, sewing, stuff like that. Okay, well, let's just talk about patterns for a minute. Patterns that you find at, like, Joann's or whatever other fabric place, um, the sizing is very weird. If you normally wear, like, I normally wear, like, maybe a size 18 in shorts and 18 to 20 in dresses, depending. I could be, like, a 22 or a 24 on an actual pattern that you find at Joann's, just because it's, again, the sizing is weird. So, you know, some patterns only go up to, like, a size 12, or then you'll have a 12 to 24, and sometimes they won't have that specific pattern for that specific size range. And it's just that to begin with. And then when you try to, you know, if you just buy a pattern that goes up to a size 24, but you're trying to make it for someone who's maybe a size 32 using that same size chart, you have to draw outside the patterns in a certain way. And sometimes that doesn't even work. Like I've done that before thinking, going by my own measurements that I had just taken, sizing up a pattern like that. But then when I put it on, it was way too big on me. So I had to take it in again. Mm -hmm. So that alone is just a waste of time and money. And it's frustrating. I wish they would just make patterns larger. Yeah, and and sometimes when you can't even find pat base patterns to even blow out because you have to blow them out so much because I'm really big in terms of like I I don't know when I started cosplaying I've lost some weight but when I started cosplaying I was like a size thirty two thirty four is that women's or men's women's okay and now I'm more like a twenty eight six twenty eight but still point being is I had to make some of my own patterns from scratch and hope they work. Yeah, and I mean, you can find a lot of resources like that online, which I highly recommend. But again, it's just sometimes it feels so frustrating because you think you get it right and then you have to end up seam ripping your costume, which is a pain in the ass. No one likes that. And taking it in on certain spots because you know you don't fit the necessary specifications. Some advice if you are making your own pattern or modifying a pattern. Base your costume with when you're sewing it, a.k.a. Put it on the longest stitch so it can easily be ripped out faster when you're steam ripping just to see if it's going to work on you. Yeah. Do you guys have a special site or uh, video series that you recommend for creating your own patterns? Um, I would say there's a Tumblr called, I think, Cosplay Tips. They have a lot of good references, and they're actually sorted by tags on their website. So if you have one specific thing you're trying to find, um, you can click on that. But I'll try to give that to Emily so we can put it in the description. So, Nick, <clears throat> as a not-natural woman, yeah. <laughs> where do you find shoes that fit you? Um, that's hard. You have to either shop online. Pleaser USA goes up to a size 15, 16. Um, <laughs> but most of the shoes are ugly or boring at my size because I not only have a wide calf, I have like wide calf and wide thighs, so it's hard for me to find boots that fit. I also have a size 13, 12 and a half, 13 shoe in men's, which means I'm around a size 14 wide, 15 in women's. So it's pretty difficult to find shoes. So I either buy them from Amazon if I can find them in my size. There's one store in our town that, that sells up to a size 14 wide, but they don't all fit, so it's kind of, it's difficult. Yeah, and I, I would especially say, like, the latest cosplay that um, you made, uh, Sailor Venus, and you had to buy shoes. We went to the same shoe store. We had to buy shoes and paint them. Yeah. I mean, you can't find just a good cosplay shoe at, like, Payless. You have to do other work to make sure that it fits. Yeah, because there was no, I could not for the life of me find an orange pump anywhere in my size, so I had to buy one and paint it with leather paint myself. 
So just extra money there as well. I will never cosplay something with a heel. <laughs> I always go for flat for flats. You guys are brave. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have my like performing Venus heel, which is three inches, and I have my cosplaying Venus heel, which is one inch. <laughs> yeah. Love your feet, guys. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you get your wigs? Um, online, typically. Um, a lot of them come from China, actually. You can get a nice $60 lace front wig that's got 150% density from, some of them are from Amazon now, and then you can also get them from eBay, so that's pretty much where I get all my wigs. I get uh, a couple of my wigs from artawigs.com, and then also just like eBay or Amazon. Uh, the <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed on how much I've actually spent on my wigs, because I really enjoy them, and I want my wig to look good when I'm cosplaying. Yeah. And I typically like to do cosplays that have, like, longer, flowier hair, so the wig isn't as big of an issue for me, or it's... A lot of the cosplays I've done, I actually already had a, owned a wig from just my normal drag that would work for that cosplay. So think about doubling up on your wigs, if you're a drag queen, or doubling up on your wigs for cosplays with similar hair. Yeah. So, Emily, since you um, primarily do kind of, like, a quote-unquote, uh, closet cosplay... Is it ever hard for you to find stuff that, you know, fits you that is, like, a for a specific character? Uh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's just, like, normal clothes shopping. Places don't usually carry a lot of plus sizes, or the clothes that they do carry aren't really that flattering. And you just have to kind of keep looking. Like, stuff in a thrift shop, honestly... There's not really that much for plus-size people, like Plato's Closet. So I actually do a lot of shopping online, but then again, there's also the risk that it might not fit. So you just gotta shop around. I like to be very comfortable when I cosplay, so I typically go for simple stuff. Like, Tina from Bob's Burgers is pretty simple, and I found all that stuff online. So, and the cheapest wig online. And I made the socks really easy, so... It sucks. I mean, it's just like normal clothes shopping. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I feel like I feel like straight size people really don't understand this. Like, I can walk into a store and not fit in anything that they sell in the store. Not one thing that like, clothing-wise. Maybe shoes, maybe accessories, but nothing in the entire store. Imagine walking into a store and not fitting into anything that that store sells. Not one thing. That is a regular occurrence. That is yeah. a regular occurrence. And I have that same problem even when John just shopping for my regular men's clothes as well. I know. Yeah, if you're above an XL as a as a man, mm-hmm. really, it's kind of hard for you to find stuff. Yeah, it's most places will carry up to like a two XL shirt, but if you're a three X, good luck. You have to shop at Walmart, and <laughs> and if you have a pant size bigger than like forty four, good luck. <laughs> And yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take this moment to call out Hot Topic in specific Ugh. because their sizing is so small, and you know they they've recently expanded to a plus size uh, range, but that stuff is is not nearly the amount that is straight size cl- like we there it's not even comparable, and they don't have the same stuff. Like I like stores that just expand the sizing on whatever they actually have. I don't like having a separate plus size range with different designs. That mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. We want the same things that straight the size goes to. Same thing. Just, just bigger. Yeah. And a lot of times the stuff that's in the plus size section is ug- way uglier than the stuff in the straight size section. Yeah, it's frumpier and more covered up. I want to show my boobs off and my ass. Can I do that, please? 
I don't want to do that, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> I dress a little more conservative. But. I want the same goddamn Harley Quinn bodycon dress that a straight size girl does. Okay? Okay. Okay. And just to briefly touch on the cost, it's more expensive and it's bullshit. Yep. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So, one thing when you're cosplaying, especially if you're making your cosplay from scratch, you need character references. And character representation in the media, period. And honestly, it's hard finding plus-size characters in any sort of anime ever. Yeah. And, uh... That aren't villains. That aren't villains. And not saying that you, if you're plus-size, you should only pl- cosplay plus-size characters... But a lot of the time, if you're plus size and you cosplay someone that's similar to your body type, the costume is going to be a lot more flattering on you, or you'll be more comfortable in it, etc., etc. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, sometimes you want to cosplay someone that looks like you because you identify with them. Yeah. Of course, yeah. And there's just a lack of that. And even when there is representation, like Rose Quartz from yeah. Steven Universe, or May from Overwatch, she's fat, guys. She's fat, okay? People draw them thin, or they expect thin people to cosplay them. And it just blows my fucking mind. Yeah, I cannot believe the fan art I've seen of Rose Quartz being thin. Yeah. I just... Did you even watch the show? I saw an, I saw a fan art that included a thin Rose Quartz and a white garnet in the same piece. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> That's that is a shit. hard swerve. Yeah. That's some shit. And it, it's not just Steven Universe. It's like anything. I mean, it's so maddening at the lack of plus size representation in any sort of geeky media at all. Yeah. Unless it's played for laughs, which is not cool. Or it's a villain like Ursula in like Little Mermaid. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm we're starting to see uh, more positive representation of plus size men, um, like Takeo. Yeah, Takeo from My Love Story, uh, Orimano Gatari. I love that show. He's a gigantic bara, gigantic. Yeah. Even Steven in Steven Universe has got a little chub on him. Oh yeah, yeah. he's adorable. It's so frustrating. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, and there, are, and, and and when you, some, but when plus size people do plus size cosplays, I've seen some really fierce rose quartz cosplays out there done by plus size women. Oh yeah, and they're great. I haven't really seen any um, straight size girls uh, cosplay rose quartz. I saw a few at uh, Momocon. Okay, and I don't have a problem with that either. It's just it's it's nice when there is plus size representation, and you can, a plus size person can cosplay a plus size character. And not get shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because when we cosplay thin characters, we get shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, chew on that. Um, and just to finish out with that, costume contests, if you watch them, I notice that a lot of the time, the winners or even just the people participating, there is not a lot of plus-size representation walking down the stage. No, I wonder why. Hmm, is it because people are really self-conscious when people constantly snark on them for cosplaying as a plus-size person? And then they're embarrassed? And I also feel like maybe they feel that way because a lot of the judges, too, of our costume contests, they're not plus-size people. So how could they possibly know all the extra struggles that you go through to make a plus-size cosplay? Every winner of a costume contest I've ever seen, their body type pretty much matched the character that they were cosplaying as and a lot of times i've seen their race match up too so yeah yeah i mean i don't think 
straight-sized people understand how much more difficult it is to be a plus-sized person cosplaying. We have to go through all the same hassles and challenges as they do, and then a whole other pile of shit and shame and people being rude and staring at you and just all this other crap. And not having patterns or representation or anything like that. Yeah, and spending more in general to create the same costume. Yeah, yes. I was about to say that. Like, Or even if you bought a costume for like a hallway costume contest, a Sailor Venus in a straight size, you would probably pay like 60 bucks for it. I paid... For mine, I paid over a hundred, and it wasn't even good, and I had to seriously modify it, so it basically became my own costume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, To have someone create something custom for you is so much more money than it is um, just, you know, buying something that's already in stock from a seller. Not to mention that, the plus size availability that is out there, it's all hourglass shape. Oh, yeah. And plus size people, guess what, just like normal people, come in a variety of shapes, Pear-shaped, apple-shaped, like, triangle-shaped. Like, I have very large thighs, ass, and stomach. And every time I would try to put on, let's say, like, a DVA bodysuit, it would fit there and then be so baggy in my chest, like, nothing would fit. So, work harder. (laughs) I just, I'm so sad about it. So, Nick, what are some of the unique challenges that come with doing drag cosplay, so cross-playing. Again, like, making patterns, I, the, the, I'm i not going to be able to find anything in my size that uh, hardly that fits me as it is because I have really broad shoulders. I'm a man, and I'm doing f- female characters. Do you feel like you get more stares? Yeah, I definitely get a lot of stares when I do cosplay. Um, I don't really notice them that much because I'm usually in my own head. You know, surprise, surprise. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... But... When I do get attention, I try to feed off of it positively at the cons. As Rachel can attest to at MomoCon, I literally, I think, said at one point the day I was cosplaying as Raven, I love attention! (laughs) Yeah, that was actually something that she said. Um, Do you think that when people look at you in drag and you in costume, that they realize how much time it takes for you to put on the face and the body and the costume. Oh, no way. People always underestimate how much time it takes to get in drag. I tell, it's like every time I meet somebody new that doesn't know anything about drag and I tell them I'm a drag queen and they're like, oh, how long does it take you to get ready? It's three hours on average from starting the face to having everything on. It takes about three hours to get into drag, at least for me. And that is a big time commitment. So so when we go to cons and I have to cosplay, I have to get up earlier than everybody else and start doing my face first thing in the morning. I also have to shave all my body hair off if I'm showing skin in my cosplays or in just doing drag in general. So that's an added challenge. Do you think that people maybe think that you're a woman? I think um, some people who may not know any better might. I feel like some people, when we went, because I, I keep mentioning MomoCon because it was the most recent con uh, I was at in cosplay. I feel like some of the, like, the little kids that came up to me, I don't <laughs> think necessarily knew that I was a man. I know that one girl did. We were at the Starbucks line. This one little girl went, reached over to her friend was like, that's a man. <laughs> <laughs> and her friend's mouth just dropped open and was she started staring at me. But... <laughs> I know that when we, when I was in the elevator, a girl came in, she's like, I love your raven, and I said, thanks. And she was like, oh my god, I love it even more, so. 
I don't understand how people could think you're a woman because no woman wears that much makeup. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, some Instagram girl. Instagram queens. Uh, um, do you think that uh, a lot of other people are in drag and are cosplaying? Have you seen that a lot or not really? I've seen it. I usually see at least one other one every con I go to, but sometimes I don't see it at a small con, never. I feel like girls cosplay boys a lot more often. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was talking about men cosplaying as women. Or I see, or, or more, I should say, I've seen men cosplaying as women. I don't see drag queens cosplaying often because I'm saying it more as a less of a crossplay thing and more they're fully done up. They look like they're stage ready drag queens. I see that every once in a while. But not super often at cons. So when you cosplay, you make your face. You don't necessarily take the makeup that's normally on a character like Raven. You make it drag makeup. Yeah. Every time. So I... Sailor Venus has next to no makeup on. If I was really going to do it accurate, I'd put a nice little cute winged liner and some lip gloss on and call it a day. But I do full big lips, big gold, like glitter cut crease eye and harsh contouring just like I would for stage just because I'm going at it from the perspective of drag. What do you think maybe hinders other drag queens from cosplaying at conventions? Maybe they're they might well a lot of a lot of the drag queens I know aren't particularly nerdy um but some of them I do know are and sometimes it's money um getting cosplays drag cosplays together is pretty expensive as somebody who runs a drag cosplay show at SwampCon, it is difficult to get those other queens to commit as much as I do mm-hmm. to doing the cosplays and doing them accurately, but we make it work. I think some... I'm sure that I've gotten negative attention. I just haven't noticed it. You're too busy basking in all the positives. Yeah, essentially. I try to try to focus on the positive and not let the negative get to me. Like, I've gotten some negative walking through a parking lot in drag after a show once where somebody called me a faggot out their window, and I was like... Okay, but I haven't noticed that at con so much. It might, it's probably, there's definitely people who probably see me and are like, what the fuck? But I don't, yeah. <laughs> but I don't really notice it, or if I do notice, or if they are thinking that, they're not very vocal about it because they probably get ripped to shreds by people around them. I feel like cons attract a lot of LGBT people. Yeah, for sure. So they're more accepting, and it's, it's a place where everyone's in costume, so I think people are more accepting of just, yeah, why not have a drag queen be here? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I do know there are some dude bros who are quite assholish, so. Yeah. I mean, though, luckily we've never had anyone come up to us and harass us, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Has anyone ever come up to you and tried to hit on you in drag? Oh, yeah, at MomoCon, there was that one guy that was like, you looking real nice. And I was just, like, internal screaming. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of older, and he was just like, you look real good. I was like, thanks! <laughs> I get a lot of it online. I get so many messages from these people, granny chasers, we'll call them, because I don't want to <laughs> use that the T-slur, um, that message me thinking I'm, like, trans or just not even Tons? this trons um, and trying to like sleep with me and it's like you have no idea what I look like underneath all these layers of tights and everything I'm 
Harry and no. <laughs> I do not look like that in real I life. I think they want they want it in drag. Yeah, I know. And I, never for me personally <laughs> would never do that in drag. So, what are everyone's uh, next cosplays that they're going to do? Cuz oh. we Ugh. love we love pain and <laughs> we're probably going to be doing cosplays well into our 30s and then our Hopes will die. And when we have families, <laughs> we'll make our children do cosplays, and then all the attention they'll have, we'll just bask in it for us. Baby yeah. cosplays are so cute. Oh my god, when families cop? Yeah, okay. Family, <laughs> family cosplays are so cute. Well, since you I asked the it. question, why don't you go first, Rachel? Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about, uh, my Wonder Woman cosplay is kind of, uh, bit the dust, so I was thinking about redoing that. It doesn't also not um, fit either anymore. Yeah, it's, it, it, it was shoddily made. It was one of the first cosplays I made, um, so I think I'm gonna redo it and do it more after the, uh, latest Wonder Woman kind of design with the, like, brown-red corset thing and the skirt. I think that design is really cool, so I want to try that. Uh, I think Kyle and I are going to do something, uh, two of the characters from the new Digimon reboot. Mm-hmm. I haven't decided which ones we're going to do yet, though. Cute. It's like, I have a list of cosplays I'd like to do, but God. I'll touch on, like, three of them. I would like to do either Pearl or Garnet from Steven Universe, probably both at one point, because I'm obsessed with Steven Universe right now. And I also want to do... Um, Scarlet Witch is, like, my next Marvel cosplay, and I also want to do Gem and the Holograms, because I think it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So thank you guys so much for listening to us rant. Thank you especially to the straight-sized people listening to us. We really appreciate that you took the time to listen to our complaints. <laughs> thank you, and good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>